Before I dive into this topic that I'm really passionate about, I wanted to let you know that my brand new course, The Legacy Photo System, is now available at nancyray.com slash organize your photos. A few years ago, I decided to buckle down and figure out the solution once and for all to one of my biggest problems, the 10,000 plus images I kept on my phone all the time, the low-level anxiety I felt about losing my phone and those precious images and really all of my photos scattered about my house and on different hard drives and computers. I didn't know how to keep them organized, but I figured it out. And now I love doing this. It's like a passion of mine because I love keeping them organized. They look beautiful. They're easily accessible. They're all in one place. And now I actually enjoy them instead of being constantly stressed out by them and them feeling like a burden to me. So basically, I took my 12 years of experience as a professional photographer and my experience organizing tens of thousands of files and images from countless weddings and sessions, and I translate that For the everyday mama or woman or dad or grandma who is so overwhelmed by all your memories and the phone storage and backing them up and on and on. So you can find out more about this at nancyray.com slash organize your photos. And I'll also be sure to leave a link in the show notes. So let's chat about three of my favorite ways to really make your images more beautiful, whether it's of your kids, your travels for Instagram, for your scrapbook, whether you're taking it with your phone or your nice camera. These strategies are just simple and they're good. And it's something I've learned after years and years of doing this and I still apply it every day when I'm taking pictures. I'm excited to help change your thoughts a little bit when taking your photos. You're listening to Work and Play with Nancy Ray, episode 54. Much of our daily lives can be divided into two categories, work and play. Simply put, that is where our life and our legacy take place. This is a podcast all about learning to work and play well, which leads to a healthy soul and a fulfilling life. Let's dive in. The first way you can take more beautiful photos is to simply stop taking pictures all the time. It is so easy for us today with phones in our pockets and on us constantly to not just reach down and grab it when a sweet memory happens. But I'm here to tell you the quality of your photos is going to suffer after a while. You're going to get in the habit of taking pictures of everything all the time and you're not going to be present in the moment. I know it sounds counterintuitive because we love to take pictures, especially if it's a sweet moment with your kids or you're on a vacation, you want to capture everything. But when you stop taking photos all the time and you limit the amount of photos you take, you actually start to take more intentional, better photos. You start to look for the moments that stand out versus every moment good, bad, in the middle, any kind of thought you have. Oh, I'm going to take a picture of this. When you start to say, no, I'm just going to take five pictures today. You start to limit yourself. You really start to look for the times that make the most difference in your life. So my first tip really is just don't take photos all the time. Mamas, I want to talk to you. Don't take photos of your kids all the time. It's overwhelming when we have so many photos that we take. Of course we love them. Of course we love our children. Of course we want to document their precious fleeting lives. But think about it from their perspective too. They're seeing you with a phone in your hand 
all the time. Millie, my precious four-year-old, gets so frustrated with me because, of course, I want to take her picture all the time. She's so cute. And I don't know if anyone listening has the same problem, but a lot of times she just goes, no, mommy, no. You know, she doesn't want it because I think she just wants me there. And when we stop taking photos all the time, it becomes less bothersome to them. We can be a more present mama. And when we do take out our phone to take a picture or our camera, they're more likely to engage and actually behave well when it's not something that's happening all the time. Number two, another secret for taking more beautiful photos is simply to wait for good light. Photography is all about light. Your camera is constantly interacting with light. And if you can simply move into another room where it's brighter and there's more sunshine coming in the windows or avoid taking pictures when it's dark and things might get blurry or it just doesn't look as good, do it. Just make the decision and say, hey, I'm going to wait for good light. Because when, when it's low light, what happens in your camera is it has a hard time getting the focus really crisp. And so a lot of times it takes us an extra minute to focus. And so we snap the picture and it's not ready. and Or it's just the shutter speed um, slows down. I know these are some technical terms, but basically it can't slow down enough to capture the image it needs to, and it ends up being blurry. And the bottom line is the skin tones actually look a lot better and a lot more truer to life, truer to the actual skin tones you're photographing, uh, whether it's nature or building or travel. Same thing is true for that. The colors are more true to life when you take pictures in natural light. So waiting for good light is something that I do all the time. I will actually see a moment and say, I'm not going to take a picture right now. I'm just going to be present because it's not good light. Or I'll try to recreate it in a room with better light. Because to me, the photograph If I'm going to go to the trouble to take out my camera or my phone and take a picture in that moment, I want the light to be good because I want the quality of the photograph to be good. I want to start changing your thinking from having a thousand mediocre photographs to having 50 or 100 really great photographs. Because when I was a professional photographer, that's what we would do. We would take pictures of a family or a wedding, and we would take thousands and thousands, and then we would pare them down and just choose a few of the best. Because our minds as humans, we can't take in those hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands, that's a lot, hundreds and thousands of pictures. We can't do it. We can only really see a handful of them at a time. And so if you can get in the habit of just taking less photos, number one, and taking them in better light, all of your photos are already going to be transformed. I mean, the amount of photos you have and the quality of photos you have are going to be so much better if you only do those two things. The third tip that I have for you is to simplify your background. It can be a great moment. It can be in great light, and you can have bottled waters and trash and goldfish snacks and whatever else in the background of your photo. And it just visually really detracts from the moment. It doesn't look like a great photo anymore. The simpler you can make your background, the more profound your photo will be. So a couple of ways to do this, you can simply change where you're standing. You don't have to change the moment at all. You can just take a few steps to the left or the right, reposition yourself And just quickly scan the room and see, hey, where is the simpler background? 
Where can I shoot towards where the background isn't going to be quite as distracting? If you're actually purposefully taking an image of your daughter or your son or something, an object or a scene, just kind of think about it before you start snapping the picture. Could you ask them to stand in front of a blank wall? Could you ask them to step out in this field where the playground or something else isn't behind them, but it's just empty? Because when you have a lot of negative space or a clutter-free, simplified background, the image that you're taking is going to be so much stronger and your eye is going to visually just be drawn to the thing that you're taking a picture of. Now, these are three things that I do without thinking. I do it all the time. I don't take pictures all the time. I try to be really strategic about when I'm taking pictures. When I take them, I don't take a ton either. I try to simplify the amount that I'm taking. I wait for really good light. Now, of course, I there are moments where it's in the evening or it's a birthday party and there are candles and it's dark and all of those things are good. I'm, saying, I'm not saying never take pictures when it's not good light, but in the day-to-day, if you can just wait for good light or step into a different room where there's better light to create your photograph, do it. And then the third is just to simplify your background. As simple and clean and clutter-free as it can possibly be, if you do those three things, your photos are automatically going to become more beautiful. For the Work and Play Corner Store today, I wanted to mention my brand new course that I just released, The Legacy Photo System. I know I mentioned it in the beginning of this episode, but I wanted to mention it one more time. I walk you through how to organize your physical photos, your digital photos, and how to set up a cadence moving forward that will keep you on top of your photos so that you don't get overwhelmed again. You can find out more about that by visiting nancyray.com slash organize your photos. Thanks for listening to episode 54 of Work and Play with Nancy Ray. Everything I've mentioned today can be found in the show notes at nancyray.com slash podcast slash 54. And you can find me at nancyray.com or follow me at Nancy Ray on Instagram or Facebook almost daily. One big thing that's important to me and our relationship with taking pictures is the relationships on either side of the camera. And I talk about that a lot in my course because I really want us to start being very intentional about how photography is affecting our relationship. So I'm gonna end this episode with a quote by Edward Steichen, which I love. A portrait is not made in the camera, but on either side of it. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.